Welcome back to the Relax My Dog podcast. My name is Claire. And my name's Leah. We are from Relax My Dog, where we talk about all things dog. Now this week, I don't think we've done a fact about for a while, have we? No, I know it's one of my favourite um, podcasts, well, I'm actually because you learn so much about all these different dog foods that you probably never even heard of before. Yeah, no, I, I really like it because yeah, I feel like I'm really learning something. Plus, you get to talk about like specific breeds of dog, and it's always quite, um, especially if it's, a, if it's a breed like what we're talking about this week. Because we're talking about sharp pay, and I don't really know very much about them. I well, didn't before I started. No. Um, and mm. they are just so cute. <laughs> I know all the little wrinkles. It's so adorable. <laughs> Like little old men, don't they? <laughs> yeah. So this week we're going to be telling you some fun facts about Sharpay. So let's get right back, right back into it. Now this is um, probably one, probably probably the fact that most people know about Sharpay is that they were bred in China. Um, as with many dog breeds, the true origin origin of Sharpay is shrouded in mystery. Many believe that dogs are an ancient breed, uh, citing figures from the Han Dynasty dating back to 200 BC, uh, which bear a striking resemblance to the wrinkled pooches we know today. The dog's original purpose is also a bit of a head-scratcher. Some suggest the breed was developed by royalty as guard dogs. Others say that peasants bred the dogs to hunt, herd, protect stock and guard the home. A third group believed that Sharpay were bred to fights. They were, in fact, used with some frequency in, in the pits until better fighting dogs like Mastiffs were introduced. I don't like the, the thought of dogs being bred for that. That's not very no, nice. No, I don't, I don't think they don't particularly look like very much a fighting dog either, do they really look too like, sweet and cuddly for that? Yeah, well, you think mastiffs. And as per that, all dogs are lovely and wonderful. But just the thought of someone yeah. really is quite, it's quite upsetting. So, yeah, I don't I know. I know. refuse to believe that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. Okay, so then the next fact is that communism nearly ended the breed. So as the dogs were edged out of the fighting pits, breeding slowed. <clears throat> Sorry, um, and the Sharpay population dwindled. The breed took another hit when China became a communist country. The government decided that pets were a luxury item and installed a hefty tax on owning one. Eventually, owning a dog became known as a decadent bourgeois luxury, and dog breeding was banned altogether. Now, in 1947, the tax skyrocketed since only the super wealthy could obviously afford to keep their pooches. The Sharpay was nearly wiped out, which is so, so sad. Um, from the late 60s and mid 70s, the Sharpay was listed uh, by Guinness World Records as the rarest dog breed in the world, which is absolutely mad. That just from them putting like a tax into own a dog, mm. it ended up meaning that this dog was almost wiped out. Which imagine that that would be so so sad. Yeah, and like the fact that that dog breeding was banned altogether, which you know that's like a like a death sentence to like to dogs, isn't it? Because if you can't breed them, then they're literally not going to breed. So yeah. yeah. It's crazy that they were literally like officially the world's rarest dog breed in the 60s and 70s because that's not even that long ago. I know. Ago. I was going to say that. Yeah, that's like not if, yeah, only a few years ago, really. People like still alive today would have lived through that, which is mad. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Wow. Uh, but thankfully, this story uh, has a happy ending. Uh, one man actually <laughs> saved them. And this is quite surprising because I um, I did a vlog on, on Sharpay this week. And when I read this, I thought it was just so... It's so wonderful. Um, so mm-hmm. Matt Gallor, owner of uh, Down Home Kennels, Kennels, bred and raised Sharpay. He resided in Hong Kong, which at the time was a British col- col- 
colony, sorry, <laughs> no fear that Hong Kong uh, would, would rejoin, no fear that Hong Kong would rejoin China for victims of the country's harsh anti-dog restrictions. He said, I'll plead to the world to save debris before it's wiped out entirely. Who knows, he wrote in his plea, if we can ship some of our dogs to your country, they may someday become as popular as a Pekingese or Chow Chow. We can only hope. And many people responded to the breeders' plea, including the, the magazine Life, which is still a magazine today. Um, mm -hmm. In 1979, the magazine ran an article about the dog, featuring one on the cover. Suddenly, everyone wanted their own wrinkled pup. The red mm -hmm. dogs were bred in the United States, and today they are the 57th most popular breed in the country. So that is such a happy ending, I think. <laughs> yeah. The fact that they've gone from being one of the rarest dog breeds in the world to now being even on the list of the most popular breed, because there's hundreds of dog breeds out there already. So mm -hmm. that is really good. Yeah, and you can certainly see like, they are just so cute. I mean, all dogs are cute, but I just love their little wrinkly I know. <laughs> I know. You can have, they, like they have so much character, don't they? They have so much, like, wisdom behind them. Yeah, yeah, I love it. You can also you can always look at the <laughs> like, breed, can't you? Yeah, literally. So then the next one is that they have unique tongues. Now, the Sharpay um, can either have a lavender or a blue-black tongue. The only other dog to spot a black tongue is the Chow Chow. So according to uh, Chinese folklore, the uh, fierce and black tongues ward off evil spirits, which is a pretty cool fact as well. Like, I feel like, like you say, it's a Chinese folklore mm -hmm. um, and the whole, like, evil spirits related to a dog, and that's quite fascinating. Yeah, yeah, me too. And, and I think, like... If a dog's got a black tongue and it barks at you, it's going to be pretty scary. So no wonder they're using Yeah, <laughs> literally. No run away straight away. Absolutely. <laughs> if you think it was like some sort of deep dog or something. <laughs> literally. The next is that the cute wrinkles served a, purpose, a dark purpose, apparently. Since these dogs were probably used for fighting and guarding homes, they needed to be tough, which if you look at well, you look at Sharpay and think that's not a tough dog. That's a cute, fluffy. No, no. Squishy dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, not, not as strong as other breeds. They had a strategic edge, their wrinkled skin. Thanks to their loose folds, if an attacker bit a Sharpe, its mouth would be filled with skin. And if they went, miss vital organs. Um, the loose, loose skin could also give a dog under attack some room to swing around and bite back. In addition, the dogs have curved teeth capable of hooking into enemy skin and plenty of stamina to keep up with their competitors in the pit. So actually, they do make quite, quite good guard dogs, don't they? Yeah, if they can't, like, if they can't be attacked properly, mm. then yeah, definitely. I never even thought about that, the fact that if your dog's got quite a lot of loose skin as it's just like regular with their breed, that if they mm. do get attacked, they're, they're not really going to get anything, they're just going to bite the skin, which is really, really cool, actually. Yeah, and that's going to heal better than, and then if they get bitten like, in the muscle or in the, yeah, all the vital organs and stuff. Like, what a clever, cleverly designed dog. <laughs> Literally, I know. <laughs> then the next one is that their name refers to their fur. So similar to like referring to their skin. So when the breed uh, was being perfected, the rough fur was added as a means of protection. Now, the brisky texture would create an unpleasant sensation in an enemy's mouth as they bit down, thus um, making their grip hopefully obviously quite weaker. Now the name Sharpay actually means sand skin because their coat looks and feels like sandpaper. I would look at that dog and think they look quite soft and quite um, obviously quite like brisk, brisky fur, but it'll still be quite a soft layer, but obviously it might feel like sandpaper. I don't know, I've never stroked one before, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, I 
You know, I want to uh, tick off my list. I definitely want to pet a Sharpie. <laughs> yeah, literally. I see him walking down the street and like, excuse me, can I pet your dog? Is it me, Lex? Next is that there are actually two different kinds. There are two distinct types of Sharpie to choose from, both with equally fearsome or silly, depending on your perspective. I definitely think silly. Um, names there are bone mouths and meat mouths that's just so weird (laughs) (laughs) terms refer to the shape and muscles of the muzzle snouts with less padding are typically called bone mouths while dogs with heftier muzzles are called meat mouths the latter is generally more popular and if you can see that most dogs in the breed have thick muzzles as a result I had no idea that that was a thing (laughs) no neither did I well pretty fascinating though when you think about it mm, yeah i know it is yeah so the next one also refers to their snout as well so their short snouts can actually lead to trouble now the sharpe have um slightly pushed in snouts which is endearing but can actually cause quite a few health problems now breathing can be a little difficult for these dogs so they have trouble running long distances and tend to snore and obviously get overheated easily and i actually think dogs having a short snout that is quite common when it comes to having mm. health problems like pugs I know they struggle to breathe dogs like bulldogs they also can struggle to breathe just because of the positioning of their nose and how their snout is yeah yeah that's a, it's a real shame when that when that happens because um you you often hear people sort of saying like you're breeding dogs specifically can lead to them having health problems and um almost all of the time it is true but it's just a real shame that that people use that as a sort of stick to beat people who want like pure breed dogs because I don't genuinely don't think there's that anything wrong with having a pure breed a purebred dog as long as it's healthy and happy you know and it's not mm-hmm. suffering anyway but um but yeah I mean there's always going to be something isn't there unfortunately <laughs> yeah to be fair though um I used to have next door to a pug um and he, they always have quite a, snort, a short snout and he was just full of character because of the way that he snores like he was so loud he sounded like a human snoring when he was sleeping it was um it was crazy just so, so loud nice. that's really sweet <laughs> and this is yeah. like, i don't know, like my favorite fact about sharpay but plural of sharpay is just sharpay and that's just so funny <laughs> i don't know why that means <laughs> so much. It's like because it's a funny word and then, like, when I first started, like, looking into Sharpay, I was like, oh, I need to try to, like, I was Googling facts about Sharpays. And I was like, well, finally, yeah. Sharpays isn't a word. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I never really thought about that. Yeah. yeah. According to the Chinese Sharpay Club of America, the name of the dog is always just Sharpay. So if you have one Sharpay, you have a Sharpay. And if you have 25 Sharpay, you also have 25 Sharpay, <laughs> which makes me laugh. Oh, my God. I wonder if that happens with any other, like, dog breeds like that. Mm. I bet there is some out there that you can't make them into, like, a into a plural. Yeah, no, because, like, collies, obviously. Um, yeah. I'm just going to Google it because I'm interested. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to Google? I have no idea. I just said <laughs> dog names, plural dog names the same, and it's come on with nothing, so never mind. I'll do a little bit more um, research. I'll find anything and we'll mention it on the next week's episode. <laughs> yeah. And then the last fact is that they actually come in a variety of colours. So according to the American Kennel Club, Sharpay come in 21 different colours, which is so many, um, including interesting shades like 
five-pointed red, uh, blue sable and red fawn. So there's obviously there's 21 different colours. There's going to be so, so many different varieties within that whole sort of spectrum of, of the Sharpe breed. But imagine going to like a Sharpe meet, meetup. There's probably so many dogs and just all different colours that they probably look all look like different breeds almost because there's such a, a big variety of them. Yeah, I think... I'm just googling blue sable sharpe because I want to see what one looks like. Oh, so cute. Oh, is it? Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> they might actually be like going up into my top five favorite dog breeds, but I think I say that every time we do a, a fast dog breed. <laughs> yeah, by the end of it, you've, yeah, by the end of the, the podcast, you've learned so much about like, actually. These are <laughs> defo uh, peaking at the top. So yeah, that's um, some facts about Sharpay. Now I think I think maybe we'll do more uh, facts about dog breeds because actually tend to be quite popular ones actually. I think a lot of people who yeah. have certain breeds of dog will see that there's a podcast episode about them and obviously want to listen to them. So um, if anyone has any recommendations of what dog they want us to talk about next, do feel free to get into contact with us. You can email us at blacksmydogmusic at gmail.com or you can find it all on our social media. Just send us a message um mm-hmm. that will be linked to the show notes below now just a, a little warning i think next week i think there isn't going to be a relax my dog podcast episode but there will be a relax my cat podcast episode yes there is a relax my cat podcast it's not been it's not been active for about two years which is just wild um mm-hmm. but we're going to be interviewing somebody on that so uh keep your ears to the ground if you um if it's not going to be next week then there will be a relax my dog podcast next week but i'll keep you all updated um, just keep an eye out on our socials and um, there's always links to the podcast every every week um, so every day it comes out it comes out on Fridays uh, so just check up on our Twitter and our Instagram and there's usually a link to podcasts so yeah so there we go Sharpe um, and get in contact with us if you and also if you want to send any pictures or videos of your dogs that I can use on that we can put on our TikTok that would be awesome yeah <laughs> so thanks for joining us this week and Leah and I will see you in our next episode bye bye Oh!